Joshua 24 and 14, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and in truth. Amen. You ought to get sincere about your walk with God. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't do it halfway. Just do it all the way. Here we go. Put away those little G, those little gods which your father served on the other side of the flood, talking about before Noah when they were a bunch of idolaters, and the ones in Egypt. And serve ye thee. Everybody say, thee, Lord. Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve thee, Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the little G gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. Why would you serve the gods of the Amorites when your God ran them out of town? That don't even make sense. Amen. Praise God. (laughs) Made me lose my place. I get too excited. But as for me and my house, praise God. Everybody say, me and my house. We will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other little G gods. For the Lord, our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of Bond. Why would you want another God besides the one that broke the chains off of you when you walked through the door? The world didn't break no chains for you. The Razorbacks never paid your house payment for you. The Dallas Cowboys never sent you a check. Uh, It's God that's given to you. His name is Jesus. And he's loading you daily with benefits. Praise God. The only reason I talked about the Razorbacks is somebody told me today there's a lot of people heading toward Vegas right now. What what happened was it went by Chick-fil-A and it wasn't busy. So I, I went by this other place. And I said, man, can you believe it? Chick-fil-A wasn't even busy today. And he said, well, there's a lot of people heading to Vegas. I said, what's in Vegas? <laughs> Some, what's going on? He said, well, that's where the Razorbacks are playing. Well, who cares? Hope they all lose. Well, hallelujah. Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to read them lose my place for the Lord our God he it is that brought us up out and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage in which did those great signs in our sight and he preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed and the Lord drave that's kind of like drove and kind of like driving drave out from before us all the people even the Amorites which dwelt in the land. Therefore will we also serve the Lord, for he is our God. Hallelujah. I want to preach for just a little while about the greatest decision. Set your Bibles down, lift your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. Come on, help me pray right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Praise God. My brother just sent me a text, said, your roof is paid off now. I'm sorry, I had to look at that text. I seen who it was from. It's already paid for. It's already Thank you, Lord. Everybody say, the greatest decision. decision. Amen. You can be seated for a minute. Thank the Lord for his presence that we feel in this house. Amen. Amen. Joshua was the successor to Moses. Joshua is the one that took the helm of Israel after Moses. Amen. But first of all, before he became the leader of Israel, he was also the minister of Moses, which means he served him in his righteous duties. He was his right-hand man. He helped him. Everybody say he was his minister. The word minister is much more of a verb than it is a noun. Might get quiet here for a little while. I opened up my concordance today to the word minister, and it was a lot of examples and times in the Bible where the word minister was used, but almost every time it was used as a verb instead of a noun. Praise God. Is this all right? Amen. And the few times that it was used as a noun, it was used to to describe a servant of somebody else. Our Western culture has mixed up the terminology that's in this Bible. The minister is not a lord over God's heritage, but he is the servant of God to help the people make it all the way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say, he's God's servant. Then he said something like this, Jesus did. But let the greatest among you become your minister. He said, And another place, let the greatest among you become your servant. Man, God's been dealing with me today. Tell you what a minister is. It's somebody that God says, you're great. You've got talent, you've got ability. So let me convert you into a servant. Well, hallelujah. There's a lot of people with great talents. There's a lot of people with great abilities. uh, But when God starts saying, I want you to be a servant. uh, A lot of people check out right then. uh, Amen. A lot of people want a title. uh, 
and a lot of people want authority and a lot of people want to be seen and a lot of people want power but God said if you want to be a minister you got to learn how to serve people come on lift your hands to the Lord together hallelujah great people I've seen great people I've seen wonderful people I've seen people that were called they could sing like a canary and play music and preach but when it come down to serving people they couldn't do it you know what God will do he'll skip over your five talents I said he'll skip right over five talents uh, and he'll find somebody uh, that will serve him, uh, serve his people. Come on, church, help me right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. There's a big difference between what God would call a minister and what Western culture would call a minister. Amen. What culture would call a minister be the ones that want the uppermost room at the feast? Woo! This, this words of Jesus don't get real quiet on me. I'm glad I'm reading out of the Bible. Well, put me in the upper room. Let at at. At the synagogue, let me sit in the high chair. Praise God. Boy, this is good preaching. At the wedding, let me sit in the... You see, they used to have an elevated room at the weddings where all the important people sat. That's what the Pharisees wanted. They wanted to be known. They wanted to be seen. They wanted to appear like they were great. Let me tell you, if you have to try to make people think you're great... You're probably not very great. If you got to fake it, you know, look where God found Saul. Where was he at when it's time to anoint the man? He was a great man. He was head and shoulders above everybody. He was an humble man at the time. Working for his daddy, doing whatever his daddy told him to do. But Samuel said, you know what? You ain't going to be looking for donkeys anymore. You're going to be the king over all Israel. This going to happen next week. When it came time to happen, uh, it, this is what Saul was doing. He wasn't, y'all bow down to me. This is my day. The Bible said he was hiding among the stuff. You know what I mean? He, he didn't feel like he was even worthy. He didn't even feel like he belonged in that position. Praise God. Well, <laughs> amen. Y'all wonder what I'm preaching about. I'm wondering why y'all are wondering why, what I'm preaching about. Praise God. Anytime you do something for the kingdom of God, you are ministering. I don't care if you're vacuuming the floors. You are a servant of the most high God. 
And when you put your hand to something and you say, God, use me in whatever capacity you want to use me. Let me tell you, you are a minister in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank the Lord. Thank the, don't get mixed up on certain stuff. Well, I'll sing as long as I get the microphone. Praise God. Praise God. They don't give you a microphone, just sing anyway. Some people are so loud they don't need a microphone. Just count it as a compliment. They never gave me one to sing either. I used to try to sing in the choir, and I can't. My uncle, Brother Ken Eddy, he has an ear, my, my Lord. I'd be way over there, and we'd be singing in the choir. And, I, and they were probably like on the key of C, and I was in S. Shower. He meant I was in shower mode. He'd be like, <laughs> it's killing him. Amen. That's why I didn't have a microphone. Hallelujah. This ain't one of my talents. I mean, I wish I could sing like Brother Brooks. <laughs> I, went and, I went to Branson. And I went and seen the Crab family. And uh, my Lord, they can sing. It's just like not fair how people can just, oh, just open their mouth and it does that. And, like, my Lord. You know, I could get jealous and. I mean, my boys can sing, my wife can sing, my mom and dad sing, my family sing, everybody sing. Christmas, everybody sits around and plays and sings, and I'm just sitting there. Like, I don't want nobody to look at me because I don't know what key or whatever they're talking about. So I just sit there like an oddball. I could really get bitter, I mean, because I've really been cheated in life, I'm telling you. I, I've been done so wrong, skipped over so many specials. And my brother Sonny ain't played the guitar, and he plays to his wife. I thought, why can't I play the guitar to my wife? and Sing I love you and make her blush. and I got to hit play on something and let somebody else sing to her. I... I've just been done wrong my whole life. Well, hallelujah. Y'all are laughing. You may be crying in a little bit. Praise God. You know what y'all are doing? Just say, thank God somebody knows how to sing. Y'all hear my boy playing the keyboard? Never had a lesson in his life, but God taught him how to play. I could be jealous, but I'm not going to hell. I'm going to be saved. I know how to play middle C. You hear that? 
middle C. They taught me that one time in school. <laughs> Praise God. If anybody's got a reason to be bitter, I do, I think. I mean, I just got left out. Well, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Do you know what I did? When I got the Holy Ghost, I told God in all my sincerity, See, and this is what makes it even worse, because my dream all of my life growing up, I wanted to be a country music singer. <laughs> so you know why God didn't allow me to be able to sing? Because you know where I would have been. I'd have been in Nashville saying, let me sing something. <laughs> if you wonder why God don't allow certain people to do certain things, there's some people, if God put 100000 in your pocket, we wouldn't see you for another year. There's some people of God pulled the thorn out of your side. You wouldn't come back to church. You just got to trust God that he knows what he's doing. He's working all things out for my good. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that's my story. And that's, Amen. But Moses had a minister named Joshua. It means he had a servant named Joshua. And you no doubt he would say, Joshua, bring me that stuff over there. Hey, move that piece of furniture. Hey, come here, go to town and get some bread. Hey, Joshua, come here, I need you to tune up this piano. I need you to clean out the toilet for me. Praise God. And Joshua was a minister. He was Moses' personal servant that did whatever he wanted him to do. He does not get promoted to the helm of Israel until he is a servant. You got to learn how to be a servant. I'll just say it publicly. I don't want the best singers up here necessarily. I want people with the best spirit, the best attitude, uh, that got a grip on holiness. They're not rebelling against the church. Uh, I don't care if you can sing like people in Branson. Uh, that don't make a rip to me. I want the anointing of God to come down in this church every time we come together it's the anointing that will destroy <laughs> my cousin brother Nathan Eddie sent me an excerpt out of brother Larry Booker's book one of them and he had this uh, tremendous singing department and then he had this other lady that couldn't sing worth a flip she was terrible but she was so anointed <laughs> that every now and then he would make all them glorified singers sit down he'd bring that woman up there that couldn't stay on key and she'd start singing and the glory would fall and people get the Holy Ghost and people get healed you know what he was doing he was showing Teaching those five talent people 
It, it ain't in the talent. That ain't how this happens. People don't get the Holy Ghost because of your talent, and your ability, and your intellect, and your wisdom. People get the Holy Ghost when the anointing falls. People get changed when God uses them as a vessel. Everybody say, I want to be a minister. Joshua was a great man, but before that, he had to be a minister. He had to be a servant. What a great combination to be a great man and a great servant at the same time. Oh, that's power. Joshua had a heart of faith. He was one of the only two spies that came back and said, we can well possess the land. Praise God. You want to be used of God, get rid of your doubt and spirit. God don't need any more doubters. He needs more faith people. Joshua went and spied out him and Caleb along with the other spies, the land of uh, what would become the land of Israel, the promised land, and there were giants. And and all the doubters said, my Lord, we look like grasshoppers. We look like there ain't no way in God's creation we're ever going to whip them. Amen. There was two of them, one of them named Caleb, one of them named Joshua. Said, let us go up at once. Let us not wait one more day. I'm telling you, the grapes are so big, it takes two men to carry one cluster. And I want a grape right now. I want to crush some grapes. Let's go right now. We... When you get it down in your spirit, if God be for us, uh, who could be against us? Uh, hey. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for the Lord. He had the heart of a leader. He spoke with great charisma with great faith, he calls people to believe we can, we can win. We can win. Amen. Joshua had the heart of a warrior. He would say, we can conquer. We can possess. Joshua was a strong man. Everybody say he was a strong man. I want to tell you something. Strong men are very influential. Hallelujah. Joshua's family served the Lord because Joshua was a strong man. Hallelujah. He said, as for me and my house, it's not up for debate is what he was saying. The strong man said, as for me and my house, we're going to be at church on Sunday. I don't care if you don't have any clothes that you like. I don't care if your shoes don't match or you're having a bad hair day. We're going to church. This train is bound for glory. 
Load up. It's time to go. Amen. The Christian family was designed to have a strong man. Hallelujah. The Christian family was designed to have a strong man. And that strong man would have to humble himself and let God be his head. I'm glad y'all shouted a while ago. The church was designed to have strong men that would raise strong families. Creating a strong church. There ought to at least be some women clapping. The men don't like it or not, at least the women ought to clap. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. When churches have strong men, it has strong families. Therefore, you have a strong church. Kids don't backtalk adults when there's a strong man in the house. Kids don't disrespect mama when there's a strong man in the house. Hallelujah. I'll go a little bit further. Kids don't make decisions in the house when there's a strong man in the house. You know what we need? We need some strong men in the house. We need some men that'll stand up for what's right. Quit being pushovers. Well, I didn't think anybody run the aisle, but it's still good stuff. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's why our world hates strong men. If you want to know why the powers that be are against strong men, it's because strong men are influential. If you want to know why the agenda of our world is to turn men into feminine beings, Turn women into masculine beings. Do you want to know what the agenda is? It's to get rid of the strong men. Because strong men are leaders in their homes. Strong men are influential. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. God bless every strong man in this room that stands up for prayer and what's right and the word of God and holiness. Thank you for standing with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Boy, the devil don't like what I'm preaching right now. Hallelujah. 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 God put it down deep in us. You know what, I'm embarrassed to tell you that for 
nine years of my marriage, I wasn't a strong man. I just, I just did whatever my flesh led me to do. And my wife would go to church, and she was the strong man of the house. Listen to me, ladies. You may have to carry the load for a while. If the man ain't doing his job, you do the job. Don't let the kids go to hell. Just do your best to fill the role. Pray, God, help me. Do you think God could help you? Boy, I feel like stomping the devil in this house. Come on, women. Come on, ladies. If he ain't doing it, you do it. Don't let them bring Hollywood into your house. Don't let them bring Disney into your house. You're going to create an appetite that'll send them to a red hot hell. You be the strong man. Hallelujah. The greatest decision Joshua ever made was to be a strong spiritual man. Everybody say it's a decision. To be a strong man and not a pushover is a decision you got to make. And if you'll make the decision, I'm going to stand for what's right. And I'm going to despise everything that's wrong. You'll do like Joshua. You'll save your family. Don't try to save the world and let your own children go to hell. strong men thank God for everybody that teaches Bible studies and witnesses and all these things but don't let your children be lost get on them Noah was a strong man what are you talking about he stood up in a world where nobody wanted to live for God You think you're the minority? Noah was really the minority. But he was a strong man. I'm going to keep building this ark. I may not understand how all this is going to work out in the end. But I've read this Bible enough to know that if people are faithful and obedient, it always works out. When you don't understand, just keep on doing right. If you can't see past the dark clouds, uh, just keep on praying. Uh, Amen. Uh, When it looks like you're going against a brick wall, just keep shouting the name of Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah. What you're doing when you say Jesus, uh, you're invoking the greatest name uh, with all power in heaven and earth. Uh, Amen. Mama. Daddy, just keep on praying. Let God do what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Man, I'm talking to some men tonight. I'm talking to some ladies tonight too. Man, but things that will keep a man from being a strong man is when he allows the devil to get on his shoulder. And say, you got skeletons in your closet. Well, hallelujah. I'm glad God gave me this today. 
so I know I'm on the right. This is what will keep a man from being the man of his house. Is the devil telling him, well, you've messed up. You, what, what you're trying to keep them from doing, you already did it. Who do you think you are? You're just judgmental. You can't tell them. You're, you're ju- you know what? If you've got skeletons in your closet, that's more reason you ought to be a strong man. That's one more reason you ought to be a strong man so they don't get the scars that you got. So they don't have the regrets that you got. You ought to take a stand. You're not a hypocrite. You love them. You don't want them to. Come on, all the honest people ought to clap your hands. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Make up your mind. I'm going to be a strong Spiritual man. Praise God. If your husband ain't a spiritual man, you just make up your mind, I'm going to fill the role until he gets it. Boy, this is good. You just do what you got to do. Somebody say, how do you make it through? You just go on through. You just say what's got to be said. You just go where you got to go. You just do what you got to do. You just don't give up. Hallelujah. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Little girls who had a strong spiritual dad living in the home. They usually don't end up marrying abusive, worthless, carnal, no ambition boys because they know what a man's supposed to be. Come on, church. What if your little girl starts looking for a man just like you? Would you be happy? But it's the ones that didn't have a strong spiritual man in their life. That's the high risk ones. The ones that don't know what a man's supposed to do. That's the ones the church really needs to wrap their arms around. That's the ones we really need to pay attention to uh, to make sure they don't ruin their life. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, we need to love these young people. Boys who had a strong spiritual dad living in the home. They don't end up abusing and misusing their wife and children. But typically, they become strong spiritual men because they had an example 
of what a man is supposed to be. Getting kind of tired in here right now. It's all good though. Praise the Lord. If everybody gets mad, God will send a raven. Bring me a ribeye. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. No, this is what our world needs to hear. Not just the church. I wish I had a microphone big enough to speak to the whole world. Men, don't let the world turn you into a sissy. Girls, don't let the world turn you into a boy. Hey, when I was looking for a wife, I wasn't looking for one that could beat me at arm wrestling. I was looking for one that could beat me making biscuits. Well... I didn't want one acting like a man. I wanted one looking like a lady. Knew how to cross her legs like a lady. Sit like a lady. Talk like a lady. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Is this all right? I want you to look at the difference between Joshua and Adam, the first man. Praise God. Joshua says, as for me and my house, we're going to do whatever God says. We're going to be in church. And this Bible says you've got to repent and be baptized and Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Brother, if you live in my family, you're going to get the Holy Ghost. You're going to get dipped under water and somebody's going to say Jesus over you. That's what a strong man does. But even weak men hear from God. Because Adam heard God. God said, you can eat from any tree in this garden except this one. So far, so good. Adam goes home and tells his wife, honey, we can eat of everything except that one. So far, so good. Adam, you're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. Amen. <laughs> But then Adam stands there and he allows the devil to put doubt in his wife's mind about the word of God. There's a reason this Bible says the woman was a weaker vessel. They're designed to do certain things and men are designed to do other things. The woman is called the help me. There's a Hebrew word that means an aid. It's somebody that's got the same purpose you got, going the same place you're going. And they're helping you achieve and keeping you. It's called a helpmeet. Amen. But Adam allows his helpmeet to get into a conversation with the devil. Strong men don't allow that to happen. If a strong man hears his wife say, I just don't know it. Honey. 
It says it right there. God said we are not going to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We can do everything else, and I'm sorry, but we ain't going to do that. But Adam lets it happen. And Adam's standing there. And the Bible said Adam was not deceived, but Eve was deceived, which means she's more innocent than he is in my mind. Oh, I feel some low decibel mmms. Or low frequency. Like they wanted to say, man, but they're too scared. Woo. And then when she talks to the devil and he convinces her that God's word was not correct, then the devil talks her into going ahead and sinning. With the strong man supposedly standing right there. She eats. What does he do? Well, praise God. I don't like you to eat alone, honey. It's Valentine's Day. I'll just sit down here with you. We'll just enjoy this. It's, it's good to look at and beautiful and good to eat. Obviously, let's just sit down. That's not a strong man. A strong man would never follow his wife into sin. But he would stand up against sin. Well, it's getting tight now. The way you end sin in the house is somebody's got to stand up and, and say, no mas. All right. Adam is not a strong man. Everybody say he's not a strong man. But Joshua is a strong man. Eve doesn't need Adam in her life. You know what she really needs? She needs Joshua. <laughs> Praise God. It's going to get better. Praise God. Hopefully, maybe not. <laughs> Eve needs a Joshua in her life. She don't need somebody to agree with her to agree with the devil. She needs somebody to stand broad shoulder and say, uh-huh. I don't care if it's Disney, honey. It ain't coming into this house. Because the next thing you know, it'll be rated whatever. I, you know what I, I just feel like saying? You know what Disney is? If you knew who they really were and what they propagate and what their agenda is, homosexuality, transgenderism, they want to change your little boy into a girl and your girl into a boy. Nobody should have any of that garbage in their house. Don't put it on their iPad, their phone. Get it out. It's of the devil. But what it is, what it is, it's something that whets their appetite for motion pictures and entertainment. Praise God. I hope this is all right. Y'all know why we took up the offering first. Y'all are getting smart. What it does, it, it creates a little appetite for drama. 
And then they'll grow up a little bit and all of a sudden they don't want to watch Pinocchio no more. They want PG-13. And then PG-13 won't satisfy them anymore. Then they won't rate it R. And then they'll keep going until they get a spirit inside of them that we got to cast out at the altar. Why don't we cast it out right now? Why don't we get the little foxes out of the house and out of the car? Y'all are working me hard tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. What Eve needs is a Joshua. Praise God. You ever thought about what would happen? This is what I thought about. I don't know if God brought this to my mind or I just thought it. Because I think like that. So let's act like the Bible instead of Adam and Eve is Joshua and Eve. And just We're just like... We're having a little play at the church right now. So you got Joshua and you got Eve. And Eve says, hey, honey, I'll be back in just a little while. Okay. Where are you going, honey? Uh, Me and the serpent are going down to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Huh? (laughs) Honey, I don't think so. You can go anywhere, but you ain't going there. You ain't going to mess up my blessing. Come on back. Sit down. We're going to talk a little while. Come on. Come on, men. Your wife needs a Joshua. She don't need somebody to agree with her on everything in her life. Getting tired in here now. Hallelujah. Joshua says, no, ma'am. Of course, he's a servant. He's kind. He ain't going to beat nobody up. He ain't going to say, uh-uh. Me and you will go to the tree of life? It's got better food anyway. We can go over here to this other orange tree. We can go to this little grape. No, honey, we ain't going to get that started. You know what? That, that's a strong man. What, what would the story be like if Eve had a Joshua instead of an Adam? Praise God. I'm seeing smiles, but I don't know if it's like nervous smiles or happy smiles. Amen. Mine may be a nervous smile right now. This is what Joshua would say, okay? Make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Praise God. Honey, if you make provision for the flesh, it will fail you every single time. Praise God. If you never go hang out under the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll never eat of the fruit. Did you know to live for God, there's just places 
you will not be able to go. There are people you will not be able to rub shoulders with. There are locations and things you just got to back off from. I I was teaching in the Bible study last night about some of this, the very end of it, but uh, this is why you know this. When you got a 16-year-old girl that's got a 16-year-old boyfriend, he's got a car, and they say, we want to go to Burger King, what do you do? Well, sure you can go. Just make sure you got the whole youth group with you. Let one sit in between you and four in the back seat. Go eat all the hamburger. What are you talking? We're not making provision for the flesh because we know if you do, you'll mess up. Joshua will stand for what's right. Adam don't care. Joshua will say, neither give place to the devil. Neither give place to the devil. Don't even. You know what? When you get around stuff, and you're setting yourself up to make a bad decision. Well, hallelujah. Well, this is good preaching right here. I, don't, I thought I was preaching to the men. I, I may be preaching to the women. I may be preaching to the young ladies. You don't want an Adam in your life. You, you don't want somebody that will pull you down. You want somebody that will pull you up. I, I don't know why I keep preaching about this. Young men, you, you don't... You, you don't want a floozy. Praise God. You want the one that's got the most clothes on. Not the least amount. Praise God. Carter's up here beating this thing like preach it, Pastor. He's with me. Thank you, Carter. Amen. Just stay with me. When you're 15, stay with me. I'm going to help you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, there will be some mom and daddies help me too right now. Oh, they jumping up and down now. Praise God. They're getting it. Hallelujah. I'm almost done, but this is, this is the key about Joshua. This was the words he said. As for me and my house. I'm going to tell you what he said first. First and foremost, it was me. Praise God. Everybody say me. He didn't say, you choose who you want to serve, but my house is going to serve the Lord. He he, he He didn't say that. He said, as for me. And my house. You know, it don't do no good for you to live an inconsistent life. And try to make the household be consistent. And you're screaming and hollering and slapping them. And, and then you're telling them to be nice to each other. <laughs> that ain't how you learn. People learn by what they see. And 
what they hear. And that's how kids learn to speak a language by the time they're two years old. Who taught them phonics? Nobody. When they're like this, it's just like Sterling. They just start blah, 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 blah. Like, how did he learn that? He heard that. He heard people talking all day long and he began to click. This means keyboard. Because people keep saying keyboard when they're looking at that. This must be floor because people keep saying floor when they do that. And all of a sudden they just start blah, blah, blah. They're learning. But that ain't all they're learning. Hallelujah. We're getting quiet now. I'm glad I'm out of notes. I think I'd ever get to the end of that one. Thank you, Jesus. You help me again. Praise God. They're learning by what they're seeing and what they're hearing. I learned by daddy. My daddy wasn't in church when I was born, and he didn't get in church until I was 10 or 12. But my daddy was always a very respectful man to people and he loved people and he was kind to people. And I just, he wouldn't let me talk about people. And I'll just tell you this, I grew up in a town that was as white as Casper the ghost. There wasn't one person of color in my whole town. And of course, when it's, Towns like that, they they develop lingos and say words, derogatory things about people. But if you want to get your head slapped off, you say something derogatory about some other people in front of my dad, he would light you up. He taught me by correcting me when I was wrong. Son, you're going to love everybody. See, he knew there was going to be people outside of my walls and my... Oh, I feel Jesus in here. And it, it, don't, it don't matter. I, I'm going to tell you, it don't matter. And you, you could probably preach this message. It don't matter what community you come from. People are teaching people to hate other people. That can't be the church. Hey. You better get it out of your spirit. You better love people. Or life is going to be hard on you. But Joshua will make his children love everybody. A real Joshua will make his children respect adults. A real Joshua will teach his children that this is not the McDonald's playground in here. But this is the house of God. We don't jump up and run around and act goofy. And if they're worshiping, let them worship. If they're playing, you're going to get them in trouble with God. You hear me? It's a big difference between praising and playing. And you better get some discernment or something's going to get on them. I watched kids when I was a little... My mom and dad made me mine in church. I've told this church a thousand times, it's already 8.57, my Lord. I've told this church many times, my mama, she was like a lobster. She, she had 
pinchers instead of fingers. And I would say, can I go get a drink of water? I'm not really that thirsty. I can wait a minute. Can I go to the bathroom? You know, I learned how to sit down and listen to the preacher. What a thought. I didn't have an iPad. Matter of fact, if they would have been invented, I still wouldn't have had an iPad. I'd have been sitting, I'd have been looking at that preacher, listening to him. When they stood up, I'd have been standing up. When they clapped, I'd have been clapping, I'd have got pinched again. Well, hallelujah. Joshua raised his family right. Praise God. Stand together with me. I'm out of notes anyway. Just rambling now. Praise God. Praise God. Come to challenge some people. Come to challenge some men in this church, some ladies in this church. Amen. If you got to fill the role for a while, fill the role. God will give you a double portion. I believe that with all my heart. If a single mom takes all of her kids to heaven, I think God's going to give her two crowns. Why not? If you got to do it, just do it. They can't, they can't go to hell. You can't sit there and be the victim. Well, my husband. Oh, well. They still got to be saved. Load up, kids. We're going to church. My mama would load six kids in the car. This is before seatbelt laws. Six kids in the car. Used to make me so mad. Sonny always rode shotgun because he was the oldest one. I was so thankful when he left to go to the army. Praise God. Shotgun was mine then. Sit up front. No, then dad got the Holy Ghost and I sat in the back anyway. I told you I've been done wrong my whole life. I'm a middle child. <laughs> That's why I got a chip on my snow. Praise God. Hey, you know what? I, it, it dawned on me when I was preaching last Sunday about Noah. It, he saved his whole family. It wasn't in my notes or nothing. It was just God just gave it to me and it's been eating on me. Amen. What a miracle it would happen. If some people in this church would make up your mind. I'm going to stand for what's right. I'm going to save my whole family. I'm telling you, if we save our whole family, you're talking about heaven needing to expand. The Bible said hell is enlarged. You know what I'd like for do? I'd like for them to have to renovate heaven before we ever get there and have to stretch the tent. Because people made up their mind, I'm not going to be a pushover. I'm not going to be an Adam. I'm, I'm going to be a Joshua. Come on, let's pray together right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, we love you, God. We thank you, God. Oh, mold us in shape. Come on, join up with somebody. Maybe join up with your family if you got family here. If not, adopt, adopt somebody real fast. Amen.
Come on, I feel a great revival going to come. Come on, I feel revival coming. Hallelujah. I feel it in my soul. All you got to do is get a made up mind. I may have been a failure up until right now. I may have made terrible mistakes, but right now I made up my mind. I'm going to be a Joshua for the rest of my life. I'm going to raise them right. I'm going to train them right. I'm going to. Come on in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, pray with your family right now. Come on, we need each other so bad. Come on, we need each other so bad. Come on, you need your help meet so bad. Come on, she needs a Joshua so bad. Come on, she needs to be able to depend upon you. Hallelujah. Come on, she needs to know you're going to stand firm and do what's right. She needs to know you're not going to be a pushover. You're going to be a light. Oh, you're going to be protecting your family. Come on, pray with them in Jesus' name.